today is December the 12th. No, it's not. Today is December the 13th, 2022. I'm Alex, and I can't keep track of the days anymore. I guess that's what happens when you have a one-year-old son at home. And uh, welcome to the Friendship News Hour, everyone. We are joined by two. This is kind of a joint cast today. It's, I'm, I'm excited about it. We're joined by two very special guests, Dave and Phil Brailsford, uh, who have their own podcast, which is called Lion and the Cub. It's a, a weekly podcast that they do for the Detroit Lions, possibly the best football team in the NFL, as someone you know want to believe at least. <laughs> and uh so i just thought i'd bring him on today frank's in hawaii on vacation and uh you know just want to talk some football talk some lions after the big win welcome fellas thanks for coming aboard it's great to be here thank you yeah thanks al this is um you know it's always good to connect with some old friends from the 419 as well as uh, yes, support each other in our audio and visual podcast endeavors and yeah there isn't a better time to be on uh to talk lions than it is now that's right most of the time this time <laughs> of the year it's not really a great time to want to talk about the lions we're usually looking for draft picks but um yeah. after beating probably the biggest fraudulent 10 win team in nfl history the minnesota Ooh. vikings not Whoa. only <laughs> not only by uh literal the game set itself but also statistically they have the largest negative net point um differential in nfl history for a team that has more than 10 wins so so you got stats okay you're coming with receipts well you got you got to come with receipts if when you're this bad right like when your <laughs> franchise is mostly known for a running back that retired before his prime ended um, and then maybe a guy running out of the back of the end zone and uh, wasting people's careers. You know, you have to kind of come correct on the stretch. Uh, what do you say there, Pops? I couldn't agree with you more, son. This is why I'm doing a podcast with you, because you have all the great information about Lions fandom. I mean, it's all I know, right? It's 30 years. I'm right with you. And it's been a rough 30 years, man. It's been it's been my dad's from Detroit. He, he grew up going to tons of games and and instilled it in me early and and when i was very very young i had barry sanders to get me excited about lions football mm -hmm. uh and then really not much else to talk about until you got megatron and it's been tough man it's been tough to follow support love a franchise whose two best players arguably two of the best players in nfl history yeah just kind of walked out on us you know and and what where does that leave a team what do you do you got the whole systems built around these guys and uh it, i think it's really hurt our our franchise Honestly, up until about now, you know, and I think we're starting to kind of see what solid coaching, what a, a, a mindset change, you know, the kind of thing that Dan Campbell, as wacky and, and crazy as he is, I, I think it works or it's starting to work, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, the old man here isn't a big culture guy. He doesn't like the word culture when we're talking about stuff, but it is very much a clear sign that sometimes you don't need the most coach coach to be able to set up for success. Uh, our yeah. theme on our show is that it's going to take two full seasons. So a 34 game build a rebuild process. That's how we start all of our episodes uh, up to this point has been that oh, you have yeah, to yeah. really give an opportunity for someone who doesn't have that experience. But when you really fold back the layers that coaching staff of the Lions has over a hundred plus years of playing experience. I think that's a really mm -hmm. big change where you're not bringing in a rocket scientist or you're not bringing in some guy that just so happened to, you know, stumble upon something like that. Um, you know, Dan Campbell's brought in the right people and it uh, it shows. 
That's at least how I feel. Yeah, I think maybe more teams might buy into that as you see what happened with like Jeff Saturday over in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And I, I think there's something like obviously you want great minds in football. But like you, you even see like a guy like Sean McVay, who's touted. He's the youngest football coach, you know. I think to ever win the Super Bowl, and he's got all these great schemes. But like eventually, people are going to scheme for you and figure that out. And it, it's like once if your ski if your game plan breaks down or whatever, once people figure out what you're doing, you're in a boatload of trouble, which you kind of are seeing with them this year. Although there's been some injuries and other things, but when you can when you can teach heart and and teach like that next level of fuck you I'm gonna beat the shit out of you like we're seeing the Detroit Lions do you know like that is that is what comes with the experience of being a player and I think that is really being instilled by Campbell and all those other people with all the experience I thought when they hired Dan Campbell he was kind of a I don't know a caricature of a of a coach of a guy Mm -hmm. that uh, was gonna come in and bite the kneecaps and all that stuff and and uh, I, I was not impressed with the first year till the point you were about halfway through. And then, you know, it's funny as the talent has improved, so has the play of the team. I mean, you can have all yeah. the great attitude in the world and, you know, gung ho, whatever. But if you don't have the players, it's never going to work. So, yeah, I'm very impressed with him now. He He's really building something. Yeah, he yeah. really is. And I'm very impressed with him. I guess first time I was really impressed was when he cried when they lost last year. I was like, you remember mm-hmm. that, Phil? His yeah, press yeah, conference, yeah. they lost. I, was that on the field goal to, um, yeah, to the, to the Baltimore, uh, Baltimore Ravens? Like yard field goal. And yeah, um, yeah just the upright. And they, you know, it was like, <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, yeah, he cried afterwards. I was like, oh, this guy's either going to be great or he's going to have a breakdown. You know, yeah. he, he, it's not going to last for him, but he's doing a good job. They they are really building some talent. And after this year's draft, they really are going to have a lot of really good players on this team. And that is the only way to win is to have really good players. Yeah. And, and what I've been thinking this year, like I've we've obviously all seen drastic improvements in the offense. We haven't seen the offense operate like this since probably Calvin was here, but I mean, it, it might honestly be a better offense now because it's not just focused really on one big man. They can run the ball. They can do, yeah, they can do mm-hmm. so much stuff. It's it's crazy. They they are, we got, and we have a one-two punch with running backs. That's just awesome. Yeah. Like, I love the the Swift and Williams combo. Like, it's great. So obviously we know offense, you could say fix, you know, obviously trending in the right direction. I, I'm good there. I don't really see a player we would need to add anywhere. Like, I'm pretty happy with everything I'm seeing. I don't really know much about this new tight end now that Hawkinson's gone, but otherwise, like, very happy. Obviously, defense we have to address in the offseason. So, like, that that is that is going to be something they have to do if they want to be a real team. But as I'm looking at it, Todd McShay released his first mock draft this week, and since we have that Rams pick, it's looking like it'll probably be a top-five pick. And he has us taking C.J. Stroud at four. As much as I know we need to work on that defense, I don't, I don't think I would be that mad at that because I don't see Jared Goff as the next 15-year, 10-year quarterback for for Detroit and I do believe I'm a Wolverines fan but I do I see what CJ Stroud is capable of I would be totally fine with that but in your minds then how do we go and fix that defense like if we do get Stroud do we need to go and trade do we just kind of spend the rest of our draft picks on you know shooter you know just hope we can find some people for me personally I think there's two really big things like key things moving forward especially for the defense health health is obviously like one of the biggest parts of any kind of team cohesiveness right yeah I mean um Look at just even 
uh, the changes Akuda has made to the team, right, and being able to stay healthy. But we mm-hmm. lost Tracy Walker. So Tracy Walker is going to come back into that True. leadership role and really be there for the team where, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I still can't believe it. And we've talked about this on our end about how Audrey Pleasant was this, what we thought was a scapegoat to Aaron Glenn. And how, oh, yeah. and how now it seems like, you know, their DVOA, which I don't know what any of that means, but it's a stat that basically how good the defense is actually playing now over the sense that firing has happened uh-huh. as, as important as um, the skill players on in the game, right? So your wide receivers, your running back, your tight ends, that'd be the offensive side, but your skill players on defense are your cornerbacks, free safeties and strong safeties to me. Those can be developed and you don't have to really worry about that. If your front seven is getting to the quarterback and applying pressure, obviously Aiden Hutchinson is turning into beast. Man. Yeah. It's, it's oh, really crazy. Man. I think he's, he's really settling in. He was a little too fast mm-hmm. at the beginning and obviously there's probably some nerves and stuff like that. And then you have James Houston coming in, you know, we really yep. need a solid middle linebacker. I think, uh, Anzalone, as we call him anal zone, call him. <laughs> As good as he is as a leader, he's a veteran leader. He's not the middle mm-hmm. linebacker for the Lions for the next 10 years. So if there's an opportunity yeah. in that top five to get you a true core middle linebacker, like a, I know Micah Parsons isn't a middle linebacker, but the way that they can play that, that linebacking position to me is really like the next key. Obviously, Rodrigo is a steal in the draft, but James Houston is a steal in the draft. I mean, if you can pair a Rodrigo next to an actual true middle linebacker, that seven, I mean, Bugs is good. Ali McNeil's a favorite of ours because uh, Chris Spielman's uh, my dad's favorite player, and so he wears the same number, 54. Oh, nice. And, um, you know, there's just something about, again, I'm not as pressed to uh, get a quarterback either, but you can tell the difference between Goff in year one to this year two, and it's when they signed Josh yeah. Reynolds that his ability to be confident He's still not great, like in terms of some of the things he does. I'm a big golf critic, um, especially like the self sacks, not stepping up in the pocket, uh, just little things that you see other quarterbacks do that I'm okay with us. Again, if there's a opportunity for us to get a quarterback in the top five, um, they kind of blew that when they drafted Okuda and they passed up on Tua and they passed up on Herbert. Mm -hmm. Do you pass up on that again and then have an opportunity where Jared Goff regresses? That's the only thing that worries about me. The thing with Jared Goff is they have him for two more years. Yeah. So, and Mm. they can let him go at any time, but they have him under control for two more years. They could play him next year and have a quarterback learning underneath him, whether it's CJ Stroud or somebody they take further down. It's such a crapshoot to take a a quarterback high. Uh, I, I, we, we covered this a few weeks ago, uh, of the first round picks for like the last 10 years, first round quarterback picks, half of them were busts, just flat yeah. out busts. Yeah. Yeah. And of the other 50%, 25 became starters and 25%, 25% um, were backups. And this is first round draft choices. So there's no mm-hmm. there's no guarantee. And I I think we're drafting really smart right now. And I, I believe we could find somebody further down in the draft. You think so? So you say ride with golf for a couple more years, see what happens. Well, we need a backup either way. Yes. Yeah. We need a backup sure. in the worst way. We talked today on our show. Golf goes down. It's over. Yeah. They're not going to mm-hmm. win a game. Oh, yeah. 
Not with Nate Sudfield. What's his name? (laughs) Nate Sudfield. The Sudfield era may be great, but I doubt. (laughs) Only if they were playing up. You know, it's over. So we're going to be very close to winning next year. I mean, we should be a playoff team next year if we don't make it this year. So, you know, do you get rid of Goff and bring in a rookie to start? Because rookies don't win no matter – very rarely will well, rookies win. Yeah, I don't think you start them right away. I think right. if they, because I guess the, the choices here for us would be if the Houston Texans are super big on C.J. Stroud, then Bryce Young would fall to us. So either way, we'd have the the option to get a dynamic quarterback. I, I guess Stroud doesn't run as much, but still, like so, someone maybe like a Justin Fields that can kind of come in and do what he's done with the Bears. To me, I think that's a better option, especially with how the NFL kind of is today. Than a pocket passer like Jared Goff, I I think like you bring you would draft a quarterback, let him sit under Goff for right. a year, learn the system, learn the NFL. But then I, I do think what would be better for the for the Lions is to have a young guy who is that guy, who is the Josh Allen, who is the Justin yeah. Fields, like the the corners, like the person that is the face, the Matt Stafford of the Lions for the next ten years. I think we need that. I don't know if I believe in Jared Goff as well as he's played to to be that guy though. I I don't know, maybe that's just me. It's hard to say, but boy, it, there's a lot of sucky quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> there are. There are for so sure. many sucky for quarterbacks sure. and to get rid of a guy that is above average, he's not great, he's not top Been to rated, a Super Bowl though. Yeah. But he's very good. And mm-hmm. if you get rid of him and your guy you draft and the odds are saying he's He's got a 75% chance of being a backup or a bust. You could really, and this team has talent. Yeah, I don't know. So what do you think? Go for a linebacker or someone defensive then if you had that top five pick? Defense wins championships. True. I mean, I I trust Brad Holmes a lot. I think we're both big Holmes believers. You never know what that man's cooking up his sleeves. Again, the Jamison William trade. We were at the draft. We were so confused, like, what was even going on, like, Oh, oh, really? You guys yeah, went there, Yeah, that's a huh? new tradition that we started uh, this nice. past year. We're going to be in this John one time. Yeah, but we'll be going to Kansas City <laughs> this year, and then next year it's uh, here in Detroit, so it'll be a fun hometown yeah. uh, throwdown for sure. Yeah. What? Yeah, you know the countdown clock? The countdown clock? What are you talking about? I work right across the street from it, and that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. So You live in Detroit now? Yeah, yeah, I stay in Detroit. Yeah, I'm in Detroit. I work downtown Detroit. So, uh, yeah, I'm in a a small town of Hamtramck right outside of downtown Detroit. So if you're ever in town, we can go get some good Polish food. So uh, Yeah, my my dad's whole family, is. he was born and raised in Allen Park, so he's not far from there at all, man. That's a great area. I am a big believer in what Detroit does. I think, you know, if I could throw a wrench in this whole draft thing, you know, I don't, I don't want us to give up any draft picks, but I don't think people have considered this, you know, um, we could do a sign and trade with the Ravens. They take golf. We take Lamar. Um, yes. and we pay big money for that. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yes, are, yeah. Yes, I mean, yes, I, again, yes. Hey, pass it over here. I'm just saying, I think that could be, I could see Brad Holmes doing something crazy like that hurt, man what i'm saying is is i wouldn't give up draft prop in my opinion it's not worth giving up draft prospects to get lamar regardless if he is a restricted free agent or not i would rather still keep golf because we owe him 
I think it's like 23 million next season. And then I think it's 30 around 31 million the following season. It's a lot. And so even though we can cut him, that's still 20 to 30 dead cap space that we're going to see each year. So why would you, I don't think Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes would kill the mojo that they currently are building to try to switch things up. You got to just let it ride. I'd rather go down and crashing Uh. with Jared Goff, let's say next season. And then we did draft a quarterback, right? You know what I mean? All these skill players are so, I guess everything is a crapshoot, right? A dime a dozen. But when you go through what we've went through in terms of drafting like 10 wide receivers and tight ends in the first rounds over like 12 years and just like the frustration that like finally we have a competent GM and we actually have a, a team that believes in the leadership of the team. You know, a lot of people were like saying that Dan Campbell had lost the locker room this year, which clearly isn't true. I don't think people would ever go down, you know, like aren't going to go to fight for Dan Campbell. I think, like you said, the game where he cried was a really good example of where this is bigger than uh, he's bigger than just collecting a paycheck. He is actually a human being who cares way too much about football. I want him (laughs) to decrease his caffeine intake because it's a shit ton. But I will say that I think players like Jared Goff, Jamal Williams are the reason why our offense is clicking and doing so well is because they have leaders like Josh Reynolds that make a player like Amon Ross St. Brown better. You have a player like Alex anal zone that makes a a Rodrigo better. You have Tracy Walker that makes a Deshaun Elliott better. And that's where I think, you know, as being one of the youngest teams in the league, it's a very exciting future. And I don't want to give up on, I'm okay with building. Because you can do something in five years with these rookies. You're telling me if if the Ravens call us up and say we'll take Jared Goff's contract and yeah. we'll take your four, your number four pick, yeah. and we will we will trade you the rights to Lamar Jackson, you wouldn't take that deal. Don't do that to me, man. Lamar Jackson is a, an elite quarterback. He is, but he's one bad hit away from being done. Yeah, he is. That that's true. That's true. But isn't anyone true? Isn't anyone Very true? But look at like Stafford. Stafford's got no neck now. We yeah, obviously fleeced. It was a win-win. They got their Super Bowl. We got the prospects. Why give up on those mm-hmm. prospects to sign someone like Lamar, who, again, I think is a really good offense, and it would be crazy to see him play. Lamar Jackson's contract's up. He was franchise tagged. Oh, he was franchised? Yeah. It, well, because he was a free agent this year and refused. he refused to sign. And But he's also his own agent. So that's where things get even weirder. Well, and that's why I think this year he's, he's faking the injury. I think he doesn't want to get really hurt because he knows yeah. the potential contract he's going to sign sure. elsewhere next year. So. Yeah. And knowing that he's his own agent, it, it, that's probably just like him or his dad in his ear, like, yeah, do that, do that. Yeah, he made $1.7 million last year, and this year he's making $23 million. But, yes, there is no guarantee. I mean, if they want to take his draft pick and maybe take our, you know, if they want to take that, you know, top five pick and take off Jared Goff's contract, I mean, you can't be mad about that. That opens up around $50 million in cap space over the next two years. So I, my dad loves mock drafts. It's probably his favorite thing about Oh, I love them. There's nothing as much fun as a mock draft except for NFL power rankings. Uh, Besides the win probability, those are our top three favorite things. Yes, that is the trifecta. The win probability, I love that. Yes. Um, Mock drafts that are always good for one pick. Yes. And And then the draft grades afterwards uh, as if like this guy has already played 10 years in the league and you can go back and look at it. uh, Oh, Mm. and then my other favorite after mock drafts would be the redraft, right? Yeah. Once you know, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're Anything for content. Man. Again. Yeah. Like, again, oh. the stuff people do to try to continue their content. I can't hate. I can't knock. We're in this. We're little J's in a big J journalist world. And so, you know, we yeah. have to do what we can. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think what it comes down to is that. You know, my dad and I picked this up as a way to stay connected during the pandemic. And I don't think either of us really thought we would get into this as much and enjoy it as much. And, hey, maybe, you know, maybe Barstool comes knocking or something, you know, when the Lions. They were at the door today and I told them, piss off. I'm busy. That's fair. You know, don't worry. He's going to use your ring ring doorbell there. But, yeah, I mean, I was literally I was literally just going to ask you guys. So how how did so you got obviously father, son, lion in the cub. How did you guys get started? Like, tell me about the the founding of the cast and kind of how it's grown and, and all that. How's it been going? You want to go? Well, it, <laughs> it was Philip's idea. He he said to me one day, hey, we ought to do a podcast. And I mm-hmm. was like, all right. And then I really didn't think about it. It's a little deeper than just that, I think. In my opinion, oh. it was how we would talk for like an hour plus a day. Oh. And then especially mm-hmm. after a Lions game, we would just talk, vent speak and i go hey like let's just like do a podcast for this i had kind of just gotten into live streaming i have this pc setup that i build and stuff here and i was like let's just fucking do something different like you know a lot of father sons fish or they hike or i don't know they work on cars my dad and i podcast they're mass murderers yeah my dad and i podcast and i think we both uh, are a little like narcissists in the fact that we like our own voice and we like to hear ourselves <laughs> talk and rattle on. I mean, you, I, we both listen to the podcast after the fact. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fine. And again, I think the dynamic <laughs> of um, a soon to be 60 year old and a 30 year old's opinion about a team where my dad has kind of seen like, I wouldn't even call it the glory days, but like we're part, you know, he went to a playoff win. I went to the winning playoff game. Really? Oh man. Yeah. You know, and damn, and that's kind of where we've been. I mean, it's definitely, I'm going to be honest. I want to give a lot of credit to my dad. He does a lot of work on the back end uh, that I I'm like the talent. I just show up. He does the um, preview prep. He does the post game prep. He does the editing. He does, you know, we live stream the games every Sunday together on Discord and he records those and we haven't done anything with it. But we have these files that I'm going to be able to look back in 10, 20 years um, and just enjoy these memories and stuff. Again, especially if the Lions Mm -hmm. make some kind of a crazy run, you know, regardless of whatever happens to either of us, we'll always have these really awesome memories of sharing the one thing that we uh, agree on, which is a love and passion for a very shitty franchise and there's nothing <laughs> we're going to burn them to DVD and sell them on late night television. Yeah, sometimes nice. yes. sometimes we bury well. our podcast just like they bury game plans and shit like that. And like, <laughs> you know, I have a lot of, um, and you know, we have a core really good group of followings, which has made it very fun. It's like his mom, my grandma, my good friend, my good friend Preston, um, you know, and we, we just kind of like we do it very passively uh, during the pandemic. Our lives were kind of boring and there was a lot of time on you know, my dad's hand and I had kind of a lot of time working from home. And now that we're both kind of getting back into the workflow, like it's going to get a lot busier. And I wish I could. I really wish we could do this full time and make money on it because I really enjoy talking as I've been doing a lot 
so far. But yeah, I mean, I think that's really how it came down to it was that regardless if anybody listens, I'm thankful that I'll have these recordings for the rest of my life. So not to get mushy there, but I, I enjoy it. It's fun. We do it for fun. Yeah. He's right. We used to just sit around and, and commiserate over the lions we have for years. You know, we used to text back and forth during the game and stuff like that. And yeah, it's fun. We just do it for fun. And, and uh, yes, if we get offered a multi-million dollar contract, it might change things, but darn it, we probably will go ahead with it uh, if that happens. Yeah, they'll have to definitely yeah, pull my yeah. arm, but I guess we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you guys noticed, because, uh, yeah, we've do, been doing ours for a little over like a year and a half, and I've, I've definitely noticed like in that time, like how much better I've gotten at just like kind of talking verbalizing my thoughts not saying uh as much like that kind of stuff and like have you guys experienced that or did you kind of come out the gate you guys both kind of have especially you dave like you have a great personality for this kind of thing like has it always been that way like and, and that's just you or like have, has that kind of grown as you've done it more i'm afraid it's just me we really <laughs> have to change you could listen to the first episode uh, it might be, we have good episodes and bad episodes. I mean, you know, there's sometimes we're just not really in the mood and it's kind of like, we do feel like we have to do this now, which kind of takes a little bit of the spontaneity out of it, but we've made sure. a commitment to, to do this, but really we both talk and it's, we're just used to talking with each other. We're theater people. Like this is what, like I did theater. Yeah. My old man did theater. Like, you know, this is just kind of like, we're just very big extroverts with big ass mouths and don't really care if anybody listens or not, we're just going to talk about it. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more that nothing's really changed. We laugh a lot on the podcast. And I think that's one of the best parts is we have like so much fun doing this and that's whenever when anybody ever asked me like why do you do it or like oh would you suggest you do it i'm like find something you actually like and talk about it i, I mm -hmm. again the feeling of having to do it does get kind of tough sometimes especially like you know i've been up for like 14 hours i mean you have a, a baby so like i can't be complaining you know i'm sure you're going through some crazy <laughs> hours and stuff like that Al. and it, it's like it's very interesting to me because you know i was in europe for the first five weeks of the season and we still put, oh, wow. we still pumped out content. Like it was nothing. And I mean, did I fall yeah. asleep? I did fall asleep. That's one of the funniest episodes <laughs> I think we've yes. recorded where it's just like, I, yeah, I mean, it was going on 1230. I was working 14 hour days out there as well. You know, it, it's just, yeah, I don't think anything will ever really change about our personalities with this. Unless again, I'm making more money than you or something. And then you'll be pissed, but as the oh, talent, shit. as the talent of the podcast, so oh okay. Well, I, this, oh, this yeah. is a face it's reveal a for you. People have seen me, yeah. But you know, yeah, this, is, this should be the end of our podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, that's again, awesome. If we had the time, I think we would obviously put more into it. We we really want to do like man on the street content. We'd love to get like some kind of a live aspect to it whether that's through live streaming or being up at doing a tailgate in Eastern market here in Detroit or something like that. 
Um, yeah. It just takes time and money, and those are both things that are very scarce to both of us. So Nice, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're doing it about something that people are passionate about. I mean, football in general, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and I mean, yeah. Lions fans are, are, you can call us dumb, you can say a lot of things about us, but one thing we definitely are is passionate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we people, those, that stadium has been pretty full for a lot of shitty teams for a long time, so, you, you know, you, 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 you're Twitter, poking the right base. It's a little, it's a little crazy. Try to take away my fan car. Oh, yeah. And that's <laughs> I mean, I've had to, you know, I think probably the worst thing, but also best thing that ever happened to us is we like, especially uh, my dad runs the Twitter account. I run the Instagram and like probably within, within like the first week of you being on Twitter, you upset like the entire fan base uh, by coming. Oh, really? for, he was coming for the super fans. The, especially the super uh-huh. fans, uh, fan base and how you guys that are older than me, super fans painting their faces and dressed up like, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I said something crappy about crack man, yep. crack man. Who's like the face <laughs> of the did, super man. fans. They were ready to- and then some guy wanted my fan card and you were going to drive over to, to the, uh, we never heard anything. I've had to hop in a few times and come swing in for people coming kind of crazy for my old man. I've learned my lesson and I've toned it down a little bit. And I've, uh, <laughs> plus my attitude about the team has changed. Yeah. You know, I, if yeah. I was cranky old lions fan, man, you know, those people yeah. that are like, oh, they've sucked for 30 years. They're going to suck forever. And, you know, mm-hmm. same old mm-hmm. lion. They hurt you. I, I could, t- you know, that's that's where that comes from. They hurt you for so long. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you're and you're, you're just damaged. Like, Don't <laughs> fool me one thousand times. Shame on you <laughs> or me or whoever. But it is like, oh. I mean, I really believe these guys are are. It, it's a pretty amazing run right now. Not since Wayne Fonts was the coach, and they would like start out two and six, and then just run the table kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They did some pretty mm-hmm. crazy stuff back then. People would be calling for Wayne Fonce's head and then it would turn around. It was just, it was crazy back then. But uh, I don't remember the team ever having so many young, good part as right. they do now. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I guess looking ahead to week 15, how are you guys feeling about the Jets this week? Uh, so, well, the, these are all must wins. I think the Jets mm-hmm. are, I have a really good defense. Sauce Gardner, um, former Bearcat. Uh, that's an alma mater shout out for me. I think the Jets have a top five defense and they have bottom five offense right now. They don't have a quarterback. Zach Wilson will never play another game for them. And so now they're yeah, stuck. Yeah, done. I think I don't think he I don't think he plays another game for them. I I really don't. I I, he can go ahead and bang some moms and enjoy, you know, being uh, a BYU grad. And um, I'm sure he'll get a chance somewhere else. You just uh, when you do what he did, um, you just you're an idiot. So he's young. He's the team. Yeah. I mean, you just can't. This isn't college anymore. Right. These are actually like grown men. These aren't kids. Uh, you don't have a coach to be blamed for when you play bad, you own up and you keep it pushing. There's just no excuse for that. The Lions started as a one point underdog and have become a one point favorite. Yeah. It's flipping flopping oh, really? back and forth. The money is going towards the Lions. Yeah, They're really liking the Lions. Vegas. Vegas knows what they're doing. Yeah. I, hmm. I, I, again, if, if they don't have somebody, they don't have a running back, right? Um, what's his name? Got injured that they got, uh, Brees Hall, James Robinson, 
and James Robinson is in there. Yeah. But where has he been? Right? Like he's not even. Oh, he's really, hurt now too. That's what I'm saying. So now you have two. Yeah. You thought you had something. The Jets are just missing that offensive piece because Joe Flacco gets in there and he's like a hundred and he's fumbling, stumbling. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike White has no ribs now. So is is he done? I was gonna say I saw that hit on Mike White. Oof. He got destroyed. I, he's, he can't be playing. I, no yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be very surprised if he plays this week. And again, wow. I just think that this is gonna be a grueling game. I'm not out of these four games. My biggest concern is Carolina. And then Green Bay after that. Um, if- See, this is my biggest concern, but I just, being a Lions fan, know they're going to blow one. Yeah. They should. Yeah. Like at home against the Bears. Yeah. You know, you just go, oh, we're going to win that one easy. That's the least one to worry about. As a long 500-year Lions fan, yeah. you just wait for that. Oh, my God, loss. Yeah, like they you shut know? down yeah. Justin Fields and they bring in their backup. Uh, Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Right. Nathan Peterman. Like we're getting like, yeah, it's just like, uh, I think about Matt Flynn when the Packers didn't have to do anything. And Matt Flynn came in and threw like 600 yards, six touchdowns. It's like a 40 million millions. It's just, again, if these Seattle, right. Wasn't it Seattle? Yeah. Seattle paid him all that money. So it's just, um, you know, you can't go back in the past. So all we can do is, uh, have very positive for the future. Uh, you know, I think they're the best team and they're like a top five team right now in the NFL in terms of actual playing statistically that's shown as well with the DVOA, which again, um, don't know what that means. <laughs> don't know what it means, but it's good for yeah, us. Listen, that's what I'm here for. So um, I think again, they should easily, they should easily win out these last four games, but being a lions fan, they're probably going to, go two and two or something. So nine and I'm like, let's just play them one at a time. Yeah. We'll see. That's that. yeah. That's I think honestly, man, I, I see a scenario where we can go three and one and make the playoffs still, because like, if you look at the teams that are kind of above us, like we're kind of in, in the hunt, sniffing the bubble, mm-hmm. sniffing around, call it, sniffing around. Sniffing there around. You go. Yes. That's what I heard. <laughs> sniffing around. You got some locks based on records, you know, obviously in the NFC Eagles already clinched. Vikings yep. are, they're pretty much clinched. Yeah. Uh, Niners are in there. Cowboys are in there, but you, so you got the giants commanders and Buccaneers. Buccaneers have not showed me anything this season that I'm at all worried about. And their remaining games yeah. that they have this year are Bengals, which I would I think the Bengals would take that game. They'll probably beat the Cardinals the following week because Car- uh, Kyler Murray's out for the year. I could see yeah. them losing to the Panthers very easily that next week. Falcons, I don't know, that fourth week. I have no idea. Tampa should win their division, though. So I don't think we're really having you to think worry so? about t- – well, it's, it's either Tampa or Carolina. They're all – Carolina. Under 500. I think our biggest worries mm-hmm. yeah. are Seahawks, Giants, and Commanders. Yeah. Well, then, if so, if we look at the Giants' schedule, you got they're playing the Commanders this week, the Vikings the next week, yep. Colts, and then the Eagles. I, I could see them winning, losing three of those four games. Yeah. Easily. The Easily. Giants are broken. The Lions broke the Giants. We, yeah. If we win the four games left, we have like a 90% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. I have the breakdown. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Let me they, I'm saying. So Dan Campbell's going to talk to him and say, you know, worry about yourself. You can't worry about what other teams are doing. Yeah. So if we go four and oh, our odds are between 85 to 93%. If we go three and one, the odds drop to 30 to 43%. So just there alone really kills us, especially because of that tie. Yeah. I I think the tie really cost us between the commanders and the giants. Is that correct? I believe that's was the tie. 
Oh, yeah. Um, that was last yeah. weekend. Yeah. So they played uh, two out of three weeks. And again, you know, you let uh, Geno Smith come in and cook you, right? Like, imagine if we had won that game. Yes. Like, Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Um, again, I don't want to get, I, I, you can't dwell on the past. It's one week at a time. But I, again, they could, e I think the Lions could easily win all four of these games. These are all four winnable games. And that's even scary saying at Lambeau last game of the year. So, yeah, that is scary. I just would hate for it to come down to that. Well, either way, it's going to come down to yeah, that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the weather isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it's really bitter cold and snowing or something. Yeah. Just Aaron Rodgers has torn our ass to pieces on more than one occasion. I think it's the end of an era there, though, man. I mean, that's the, that Watson receiver, he's, he's shown some life, but they, they don't look like the Packers, man. I, I, no, he doesn't no, look they, like Aaron Rodgers. He's not. Yeah, and, I mean, he's the two-time. I think he's, what, didn't he win the MVP the last two years? I believe Rogers? so. I know he won it last year yeah. for sure. Yeah, I still think he's good. It's just the guys around him suck. Yeah, would you take Aaron Rodgers in Detroit? I don't know. He's like 38 years old or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's not good. Yeah. I feel good, man. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't pay him. No, I, I wouldn't want him. Not yeah. at this age. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pay him probably for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's very feasible. We make the playoffs, man. I mean, I mean it might be a, a early round exit because we probably have to play like the Cowboys or someone pretty high up there. But I think if we get in, there's a real good chance we win a game. Yeah, I do. I you think so? As well. Yep. If we, we're going to oh. have to win four in a row to get in. So we're going to be red hot. Barring yeah. an injury, you just got to say true. that. Yes. The NFL, barring an injury, if they get in, I think they will. I think they uh, should win a game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They'd, they'd be favored against. The, I would think. I mean, the the buy is going to be uh, Philadelphia, yeah. so they could be playing at Minnesota, yeah. or or even better, they could have a better record and be playing at Tampa. Yep. Mm, yeah. That'd be Tampa great. Wins a that division would be awesome. Like, I don't know, nine and eight. Nah, Tampa's going to win yeah. a division at like fucking seven and nine. <laughs> or seven you and see, ten, Rode, I mean, sorry. The division team hosts, hosts the playoff game no matter what their record yeah. is. So, hmm. uh, you know, it would be Minnesota, San Francisco, or Tampa, or maybe, um, well, it won't be Dallas because Dallas – won't win the division. Yep. Now it's going to be the three wild card teams playing at the three. The only team that gets a buy is the best the one team. Seed. Yep. So yeah. So it would be either at one of the three division winners could be Minnesota. We could beat Minnesota. Yeah, so we can. Yeah. We can beat any of those teams. The only team I would say playing at would be very difficult would be Philadelphia, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I mean, we gave Philly a good game this year. We did. We gave Philly their best game in my opinion. Besides the one they wow. lost, which I still don't even think mm -hmm. they really like played their best. Everybody loses a game. Yeah. Besides the it's Dolphins. So. Yeah, right. right. It's been 50 years. Yeah. So everybody loses a game, no matter how good you are. I, I don't think we're going to get him. I don't think it, it, at all he would ever consider us. I think we have plenty of options at the, this position anyway. But where do you see Odell Beckham signing here in the next week or two? Because I saw that the Cowboys just they just signed T.Y. Hilton, which in my head means yeah. they probably lost out I don't on think, Odell. Uh, I don't think OBJ is going to sign anywhere this year. Did he get oh, really? into some kind of trouble? Uh, I don't think he got into some trouble. But... Or something. I thought he got in some kind of trouble. Mm. I don't think so. No, I just heard that like people are saying he's maybe like not as far along in his injury rehab as 
he kind of let on. They're still saying they're not ruling him out. So of the Cowboys signing him. I mean, here's the thing about OBJ is that personality is uh, big for me. And that's just too big yeah. of a personality to ever fit on a team like the Lions. Uh, too big of a fucking ego. So um, yeah. I can see him going to Kansas City. They could use him. In my opinion, that's the biggest thing that they're missing this year is Tyreek. And you just see yeah. how much they miss him, man. Tyreek is a f- stud of a wide receiver. Uh, yeah. And there's, I don't know how you let him go. Good. Again, I'm not really big on paying skill positions. Wide receivers, running backs, unless Dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. In my opinion, TJ Hawkinson is, I think, a really good example of that guy's gonna get twelve to thirteen million. That's too much. He's not right. that good. No, Odell man. Beckham Jr. was removed from a plane in Miami. Oh, yes, that's right. A couple of Sundays ago. Yeah, because they thought he was incoherent. Oh. Yeah, he wouldn't wake up. Yeah, he was like they, he wow. up over his face and then he wouldn't they he wouldn't answer anybody's questions. Yeah. So they're like uh, you're messed up. Get off the plane. They deplaned. Huh. They deplaned the entire plane they, and take everybody off the plane. Boy, that would make me happy. Yeah. Oh, oh my man. god. We've been. Yeah, he Yeah, I think you're right to saying that though, because I mean Detroit's a, a perfect. I, I mean, obviously Amon Ross, St. Brown, DJ Chark, studs. It looks like Jamison Williams probably is too. But then I mean, you look at our depth chart: Quintez Cephas, Khalif Raymond. Josh Reynolds, Tom Kennedy, but they're all performing for us. Like, yeah. why would we go pay somebody when these guys are actually showing up? You know, it's it's encouraging. Uh, yeah, don't pay. I don't know. Boardman gets paid, but not nah. in this league, in my opinion. And we've been burnt too many times. I mean, I think Calvin Johnson is a very good example of that's a once in a generation player. But even then, injuries... You pay somebody a boatload of money. You just never know how how's their focus, right? Does the grind of yeah. a player that worked his ass off to get that fifth league, fifth year extension and going into a sixth, you know, he's all hyped up, ready to go. And he goes and gets a contract somewhere else. Like, I'm okay with that. That's why I really like the way that uh, Brad Holmes is building the team because we're doing it the right way. We're signing good veteran um, to good. You know, I, I think Detroit is going to be a a destination next season for veterans mm-hmm. that want to come in, yeah. maybe have one or two years left in the tank. I'm not saying get some guys mm-hmm. six to eight weeks in the season. I'm talking starting next season, right at the beginning pre-training camp this summer. I think you're going to see a lot of big signings from Detroit that aren't going to cost us money. That's going to help develop us on the back end because the younger guys are going to be able to sit behind and develop. And then, you know, they're in their second or third year. So bring the Dominican back, man. That's I want to see him retire as an iron so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually we talked about that earlier in the season that he was available, yeah. was oh, yeah. available, was an available, and finally Philadelphia yeah. signed mm-hmm. him. And you know I see why he would go there. Of course, yeah. chance to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, I always would love to see Slay come back too. If if they're, I mean, the that's Eagles another aren't thing let him that, go, but man. that Patricia Quinn era really fucking fumbled. Yeah, but we don't like to we mm-hmm. we don't live in the past too hard, especially on our podcast talking <laughs> about those two fucking bozos. So yeah, it is what it is, kind of a thing. Looking forward, you guys want to go through the league and uh, I got this the all the games coming up here for week fifteen with the spread. We usually go through yeah. and you know make our picks for the, of course. For the week. I love uh, we have some some viewers that bet them, so we'll oh, see. Oh yeah, we do. I love a good. You're ta- I love. Uh, I, you know what? I'll even throw. <laughs> you know what? I'll even put together while we're talking here is I'll give you what we like to call on our end the Cubs betting corner. This will be the Cubs crazy bet of the week. Crazy bet of the week. So we'll go ahead and get okay. that together for. Uh, 
I'll get that going here as we talk through these games. He puts a lot of research into that. It requires <laughs> a lot of research, the naming, everything. Well, I, I want to apologize to our listeners because we had our worst pick'em week ever. Just <laughs> last week, we went five and eight. So I, I apologize. Ooh. We uh, we're we're much better than that, and we'll do better for you <laughs> going forward. We I promise. The Lions game. Yeah, but oh, we only? bet the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we bet we pick one bet for the Lions game, and the Cub is doing yeah, very like well, close, close to sixty bucks now. I think if nice, Joe Biden dude. doesn't come through for him, he might be able to pay <laughs> off the student loan debt just from the Lions. And one eight hundred gambler. I don't know if you guys use yeah. that, but we like to say that if you've got a problem, yes. call one eight hundred gambler. So for sure, Absolutely. for sure. And if you don't pay attention to what we're about to say, because exactly. here we go. Exactly. Uh, Thursday night's game: 49ers, Seahawks. Niners are three and a half point favorite here it's going to be a tough game a thursday coming off a shorter week for these guys how do you guys see it seattle uh really needs a win yeah but we need them to lose so yes okay i understand that but what we need has nothing to do with it that's true um we got to put the juju in the air yeah got to put the juju in the air Okay. Cub, what do you think? I think Seattle's going to win, actually. I think Big Cock yeah. Rock is kind of a fraud. Um, but um, Family podcast, do you have going here, or is this go under explicit? I just It goes explicit. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's explicit okay. on our end. Yeah. Uh, I think this. Yeah, you can say Big Cock Brock all you want. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Lions fan in me obviously thinks San Francisco's the smart pick, but I would go ahead and take the uh, – I'll take the Seahawks with the three and a half okay. points if I was Love betting it. Three and a half. Yeah, I would take the three and a half yeah. points. But if we're just doing – I agree. If we're just doing straight up bets, Al, uh, we'll just take the Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Are you let's picking go, against the go. spread? We do pick against the spread. So the Niners have, uh, you know, yeah. their favorite three and a half points here. Yeah. So. so I'd take Seahawks plus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have a Saturday game this week. Whoa. Yeah. That yeah, started like already. There's three Saturday Saturdays game. games only on the NFL network. No local television. Oh, only if you're in those only cities. if you're in those cities. No yeah. So no national. Sorry, I don't no understand. National. Why is the NFL making it so hard to watch their games now, man? You got to have Apple TV uh, and they, Amazon Prime. Money. It's like, yes. man, yeah, money, 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 man. It's crazy. All right. Uh, first one kicking off at 1 p.m. is Colts at Vikings, and the Vikings are favored by four points here. Um, I, I feel pretty confident in that, especially after kind of an embarrassing loss last week. I think the Vikings will cover the four. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, this is a statement win for the Vikings for sure. All right, cool. Well, that was it's a easy. Lock. Bet the house. It's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to be interesting, man. Ravens at Browns. Uh, Browns are favored by three points. Ah, man, I, I really don't know. I, I am seeing Deshaun Watson kind of get better over the last two weeks. He's kind of some of that rust, I think, is coming off. Ravens have not showed me anything for f- probably four or five weeks at least. So I'd be inclined to stick with the Browns on this one, honestly. What do you guys think? Uh, as hard as it is oh, to bet for... hard to pick the Browns, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I know. I as know. hard as it is for uh, to pick the Browns, I think you... Fuck. Uh, Browns are not good. The Browns are not good, but, I mean, Mm-mm. fuck it, whatever. The Ra- Neither are the Ravens. Neither are the Ravens. It depends who plays quarterback. Is he out? Yeah, I don't know Lamar? if Lamar's fully out. out. Yeah, it's, a great it's tough question. doing the picks this earlier in the week sometimes because you know you don't have the injury oh, yeah, report that's, in front of you. That's why everything. we record our previews on Saturdays now so that we have everybody oh, yeah. actually yeah. playing because so much would change. We would record on Thursday nights and so much would change. 
that our schedule moved uh, yeah. to more of like a Tuesday. Uh, We'd look even dumber than before. Yeah, like Saturday afternoon <laughs> schedule. Oh, fuck it. We'll take the Browns. Let's go with the Browns. Browns? We're doing it? All right. Browns? Let's go with the Browns. All right. Come on. Yeah. I don't, if Lamar plays, I feel better because J.K. Dobbins came back last week and made yes, some moves. had a big game. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, for game. some reason, Browns is yelling at me here, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I that that might knock the Ravens out of the playoffs, right? Uh, what are the Ravens? Ooh, that's a good point. I don't oh, know. Nine and four. They're oh, they're nine, nine and four. four. Okay, they had a okay, good start. Yeah, that's true. Okay. There goes. Um, that, all right, so. and then the final game on Saturday would be the Dolphins at the Bills. This could be a great game. The Bills are favored by seven and a yeah, half. Yeah, I'm though, taking man. seven that's and a lot and of half points. points. I'm taking seven and a half points. Oh, oh, oh look at I'm you! You are yeah. I love today, Cobb. Oh man, I mean, look at like uh, Houston. Houston was a 17 and yeah. a half point underdog and they only yeah. lost by mm-hmm. Yeah. Se- okay. So, okay. 17 and a half and seven. Yeah. It's a 10 point difference. I'm a two a non. I love Tua, So I think this will be a bounce back game. I'm with you. I'm with I'm you. I'm taking the dolphins. I'm a big, I, I picked Cowboys last week and, and I won't make that mistake again. We are sponsored by a chiropractor and his uh, favorite team really? is the, <laughs> Well, it's, uh, it's our, uh, we like to practice our ad reads so that when we get them, we know how to do them. So we never yeah. get a sponsor. We'll be ready, ready but That's it's right. just, uh, our good friend, uh, my boy, Patrick uh, Preston, Benjamin, he's a big dolphins fan. So our joke is okay. always that we got to support the dolphins because the dolphins have been kind of rusty lately as well. But we always like to say, if you use code, uh, line in the cup at checkout at his chiropractic. you get, you buy four, buy four off. sessions, get your fifth 10% off. So, uh, Oh, we, nice. Uh, what a deal. Yeah, so what a deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of oh. listeners in Denver, by the yeah. way, yeah. <laughs> we have had, right. we have had some Ukrainian listeners though. So that's yeah. encouraging. Absolutely. That's really encouraging. We're big in the trenches of Eastern Ukraine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. I think they play our voices over the loudspeakers as a way to punish the, the Russians, German, <laughs> the Russians. Uh, I, that's what I think. That's too funny. Oh Jesus. All right. Hopping into the Sunday games. Uh, f- first one we got here, 1 PM game Eagles at the bears. Uh, Eagles are only a nine point favorite. That kind of surprises me. I I'm confident in them though, to cover that. I would take the Eagles here. Eagles all day. They're a yeah. fucking oh, juggernaut. Oh. I do not want to play the yeah. Eagles if I'm in the NFL. So. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. What? Nine points uh, that, is a lot. You, is that what you're about to say? <laughs> no, 17 is a lot. <laughs> 17 is a lot. I can't remember seeing a spread like that yeah. in an NFL game. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Anytime you get over 10, it's crazy. I made the mistake of picking the Cowboys in that game just because of what they had done. I think it was the week before that to the Vikings. I'm like, oh my God, you can, you, this, you know, they're going to play the shittiest team in the NFL. 53 to 3 or whatever they beat them by. Four. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they're not going to go play the Texans. They're the worst team in the league. But the Texans held in, man. I got to give it to them. That was impressive. Yeah. Yes, they did. But um, all right, cool. Next one here Falcons at Saints. This will be a shit show. The Saints are favored by four points, Ooh. though. They can I, score points. I don't know. I think know. they're going to cancel this due to lack of interest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, for sure. I, uh, they're, not, they're both bad. What is it going to be? Andy Dahl? I mean, I'm going to give it to the Falcons. I think Desmond. Get, yeah, take the Desmond points. Desmond Ritter. 
is getting his first NFL start. So as an alumnus, no. quarterback for New Orleans, is it Crab Legs? Is he the no, plan? it's Dalton. It's Red Rocket, baby. <laughs> Red Rocket. I, you know what? I'll take the home team. Can I go against the Cubs? Yes. Or is this? You can. Oh, yeah. It's a free country. You can do anything you okay, want. Okay, I'm going against the. Well, I want to go against pick he's made so far yeah you uh what you don't understand i'll pick new orleans minus the four minus the what four. you understand alex is it's right. not a free country for him because he's not a citizen so oh well, there you go <laughs> sorry there you go he's still my nice little immigrant father so <laughs> all right next one i i know who we're all yeah. taking here lions at the jets lions are favored oh, by yeah. one oh, yeah lions. it's a lions all day i i, That's right. I yeah. would even oh, take lions. the over if you're feeling froggy and I would take yeah. Jamal Williams anytime touchdown. Forty four point five is the is the over under, huh? Yeah. Man. I could see that. Yeah, that's that's doable because you got I mean Garrett Wilson Lions, on the other side. That's what I'm saying. The Lions are easily gonna put oh, yeah. up thirty five. So oh, yeah. easy. Easy. Easily. Uh, next one we got Steelers at the Panthers. Can we another just skip this? Like it doesn't. Another game that's going to be for lack of interest. I mean, it missed Panthers eight. are favored by two and a half, and I, I'm going to say that's probably safe. Yeah, I would probably take the I Panthers. I guess there, the Panthers but, are playing yeah. better than the Steelers, but I, you know, it's Mitch Trubisky versus Sam Darnold. Man. What, a, what a time. Let's give me up that stomach just thinking of those two. <laughs> All right, so we're going Panthers there. Next game, Cowboys at Jaguars, and the Cowboys are favored by four and a half points. That seems safe to me, but the Jags just had a really surprising win this week, so I don't know, man. Better. Yeah. Jack, Jacksonville's playing better. I take Jacksonville. I'm very impressed with the job Urban Meyer's <laughs> doing at Jacksonville. And, uh, I, I, uh, they're really turning it around. I'm going to take Jacksonville plus the four I'm and a half. Jacksonville. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Do you think, do you think we'll ever see uh, Urban Meyer on a coaching sideline again, or is his time done? I think Urban Meyer will be coaching within two years. What do you think? Because I if... saw an interview with him where he said he'll never coach again. So that I knew right away uh, he was going to coach. Him. He'll be coaching. So yeah. if, if the Buckeyes probably lose to Georgia, do you think Ryan Day will be in fear of his job and Urban could be a candidate to come back? You know, I, I, I know Ohio that. State fans don't like losing twice in a row to Michigan. Doesn't feel good. I don't know. That I don't know. I, he might be Notre Dame's coach. Yeah, I could see him being Notre Dame's coach before coming back to Ohio State, in my opinion. Somebody in the SEC really? writing a giant check. Yeah. The one thing Urban likes more than winning football games is cash and checks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, RIP to Mike Mississippi, Leach. Mississippi, Mississippi State. State needs a coach. Yeah, that's true. God, God rest his so, soul. Yeah. So does Jackson State too. Yeah. We could go there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't go to the. He wouldn't go to the SWAC. Yeah, but yeah, he I don't would think go. So. He'd go to Mississippi State. I just think uh, ten million a year enough. Uh, Fifteen, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. he gets him going, and he'll have pains in his chest and that right exactly until uh, he right. until he is done then i say he will coach again um all right here's a big spread for you chiefs at texans and the chiefs are favored by 14 what do you guys think on the road at texans yeah and houston just played dallas tough uh yeah i'm not gonna make the mistake twice i'm gonna i'm gonna bet houston here I'll take Houston in the 14. I'm taking yeah. I'm taking uh the Chiefs. They're gonna ship them. Yeah. Yep. Fourteen. Oh. You are brave. Yeah. yeah that's brave. No real money on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, okay. 
We got next Cardinals at Broncos. Broncos are a two and a half Ooh. point favorite. Russell Wilson threw nice. three touchdowns last week. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the uh, Russell Wilson touchdown passes compared to the number of bathrooms he yes, has sir. in his house and if he will that surpass them. That was covered them. in our podcast yeah. today. I didn't was know it? about it. Oh, it man. Yeah. yeah he's he getting t- close. He's, he's getting he's close. One away, right? He, one. He's one. He has eleven. Now a touchdown passes, and I think there's 12 in his house. Oh, bathrooms. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they only have. Yeah, so I think they only have 14 total offensive touchdowns on the year. Oh my That's goodness! Insane. Yeah, that is insane. And Arizona I, lost man. their quarterback. Yeah. So we're getting a Colt McCoy. Mm. Colt McCoy. Yep. Colt McCoy. Yes. Oh my God. I'm taking the Cardinals, oh, man. Boy. I'll take Denver and give the three. I'll take the Cardinals. It's, yeah. I can't pick I, Colt McCoy to win a flag football game. Are you yeah, kidding? I hear you. I think I'm with you there. I think I'm going Broncos. I, like, I, just, I, like I haven't James seen anything. Connor. I like the running back for Arizona. So I like him. Ooh. I like DeAndre Hopkins. They, they've got weapons, but man, I wonder how this midseason hard knocks struggling. has been going. Yeah, probably. I bet it's been interesting. <laughs> Yikes. I, yeah. uh, I wouldn't. I'd. Yeah, I think either Cliff Kinsbury is gone in Arizona next year, or yeah. we're gonna see what's his name walk because they're not. That's not working. That is not working. Yeah. Yep. Kyler should have went and played um, baseball. Yeah. We broke sure. Arizona. We did last season. Broke you, Arizona. We did. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Remember how good they yeah. were? And then yeah, it's it true. Never right. been the same. They're still looking uh-huh. in the mirror, going, "What yeah. happened?" So true. Uh, this is an interesting one. Patriots at the Raiders. Patriots are favored by a point and a half. Hmm. That's that's. Mm, that's hard. I don't know. Uh, the, I'll take I'll take Bill Belichick. Yeah, and that great offensive coordinator. No, is. offensive play caller. He's not a coordinator. <laughs> offensive assistant yeah. or whatever. Oh, Do you man. know why they, they didn't make him the offensive coordinator in New England? Because he hasn't shown anything in years that he can coach. No, because the Lions have to keep paying him if oh. he's not a coordinator. So to really. Be, Yes, to be dicks to the Lions, they he's not the offensive coordinator yep, because he's, the Lions are paying his salary. Yep. Wow, yeah. that's like crazy. Here too, some ungodly amount of Ford money. Yep, man, crazy. That's wild. Yep. I never knew that. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, yeah, what are you guys it. thinking here? Are you thinking Patriots yeah, here? Take, then I'm going to take good? New England. I yeah. just think the Raiders fumble the bag too much. They're just bad. Derek Carr is. Oh boy. Yeah. It's not good. Not good. Nope. Yeah, not Broken. good at all. Yeah. yeah, Devontae Adams, I think, is regretting leaving Green Bay, man. that was He had a pretty nice setup there. I think the money will be okay. Yeah, yeah the money will soothe his pain, Phil? You think? Yeah, I don't think... Th- no, he's going to have I, a lawsuit on his hands, too, though. Yeah, that's true. For, for shoving that reporter. What did he do? He shoved the reporter. Remember you told me I shouldn't be able to play him in our fantasy league after that? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I guess I do remember that now. The photographer yes. or whatever that guy yeah. was. Yeah. He's pressing yeah, charges. Yeah, try to help him up. Yeah, hell yeah. That's a lifetime suspension <laughs> there. Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. A couple more here. We got Titans at Chargers. Chargers are a three-point favorite here. Chargers. Chargers Tennessee sucks. They're broken. Man. They don't have a I don't get AJ it, man. Brown. They just fired yeah. their GM. They're in dumpster fire, man. They're yeah, done. they're done. I want to see Derrick Henry escape then, man, because yeah. he's such a fucking but talent. But he's probably man. only he's got there. he's probably only got two or three more years left in him, if that. Yeah, yeah. they're grinding him, man. They're grinding. Yeah, extra. Well, that's game. what they get for making Ryan Tannehill their their starter. Ryan Tannehill is not an NFL starting quarterback, man. That was they just they became too yeah. one one dimensional, and now everyone just shuts the run down. They took away his and then only that, yeah. weapon. Mm-hmm. They don't have anybody else there, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one, Bengals at Buccaneers, giving the Bengals three and a half points. I feel very safe doing that. I, the Buccaneers are, are crumbling, man. I don't. I don't know. Who day? Who day? That's it's when you think Tom Brady's done. Oh, That's true. Boy. He's gonna win a Super Bowl. You think he's done, folks? I'm gonna uh, take Tampa Bay plus a three and a half. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not, yeah, it's hard to bet against Brady, man. TB. At home. Yeah. Uh, you got the Sunday go. night. He's about to go. Yeah, yeah. It's about flexed, that time of the year, man. I think what, Giants and Commanders? Yeah, I think it did. Okay. They got the Commanders as a four and a half point favorite. Left ah, man, hand that, up. A lot yeah. of points. A lot of points Left for a divisional up. game, though, man. I, it is. You think so? You think it's good? Think you can cash that check? Have you heard that song, Alex? No, I haven't. The Commanders anthem? Yeah, it oh, goes no. left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders. Oh, yeah. I'm, this is another game that's like, who do we want to win? You know, in terms of the Lions playoff chances. Doesn't really matter. Maybe another tie. Yeah, another tie. Great. <laughs> uh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be really funny. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I think the Giants are bad. Me too. Did you see what I tweeted out about ties in football? No, I didn't catch that. that they, what they need to do is put the coaches on top of the crossbar and then have kickers kick from the 55 yards uh-huh. out. And then if the coach can block the kick, it's no goal. Kind of like soccer. Okay. That was my world. <laughs> that was my world cup idea. Oh, that's funny. I thought, you know, I do think you need to eliminate ties, man. Ties are so lame in sports. I, I can't stand it. I get it in the World Cup and the group stage, and they got to do it. And the NFL doesn't make right. any sense to me. There's got like you go switch to the college format. Maybe like if you play a full wow. period of overtime and you're still at a tie, then you could switch to the college format or something. Yeah. And like yep. decide these games. Could, the NHL, the NHL more. did it, and it, it's made it's so much better. Like I, I, I think I guess I don't, I don't know. Yep. Um, yep. It'd be crazy. So what are we what are we thinking here? Commanders? Are we feeling good? I like the Commanders. Yeah, I think the Giants. Uh, suck. Sure. Okay. So it's a lose lose situation sure. for the Lions. So. And then this one Monday's game could be interesting. I have no idea. Rams at the Packers. They're favoring the Packers by seven points. Man, that's that's a lot. Didn't they just broadcast like baseball from South Korea instead <laughs> of this game? I mean, it really stuff they were showing during the pandemic, yeah. wherever they can find yeah. it. I'd rather watch I... professional rock skipping than have to watch this Ooh. on Monday night. Have you ever seen professional tag on ESPN before? Of course. Oh, it's the yeah. best. Professional it's tag? Awesome. No, I don't. Have you know. ever watched the, uh, no. like the world cup of balloons? No, Do you even but know I'm what interested. that is. So it's like, no, but I'm into it. So they make a room and they blow up a balloon and it's, you tap, you touch the balloon to keep it up. And then, the next person's got to touch it, and the last person to touch it before it hits. Like if you can't touch it before it hits the ground, it's like a, it's like an out. You're out. There was I a, love that. Uh, there was a Spanish Twitch streamer that decided to put it on, and it got like I don't know, eight hundred thousand concurrent viewers. And then they brought it back for TwitchCon, and like the first match, some chick broke her ankle <laughs> in it. And then a, like five minutes later Whoops. is when that girl broke her uh, tailbone or whatever, her spine from jumping Whoops. in the foam pit. So um, oh. until somebody breaks anything, the I would rather watch professional spreads cheating like 
than this game. I think that would be more interesting. I want to see Baker Mayfield go out there and do it again, bro. That was like to come in a day after you've signed with a team and to win an NFL football game is incredibly That's crazy. It's crazy, but you're talking to a very anti Baker podcast. So, oh, are you? Okay. I yeah, never knew that. Okay. It's the, uh, it goes back to the Oklahoma days. Oh, so the, gotcha. The planting okay. of the flag. Yeah. Uh, his yeah. cockiness, the DUI video. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I still, have you seen that? Have you seen that DUI I video? I never have. No. Mm-mm. Is he pretty sloshed? Oh, you got to Google that All up. Right, uh, the cops are, the, the cops have him and then he uh, decides to run away. What? And some 35 year old cop tackles like spears him. Spears uh, Right into like the, into the cement. Just kills oh, yeah. It's bad. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He's like, ah. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's funny. It's classic. Yeah, it's classic. It's classic. Uh, then in that case, I'm going to uh, take the Packers see. then, I'm I guess. Take- I'll take the home yeah, team, yeah. sure. What yeah, the we'll take the Packers here. They're going to cover. All right, so and what is your, your bet of the week, Mr. Cub? Let's do something for the Lions game. Let's do something reckless here. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Let's do Lions money line. Lions to win the first quarter and under 44 and a half alternate total points. That bet would be plus 600. So, so we're all oh, we're parlaying. Is there a name for this bet, yeah, this is called the Friendship News Hour Special. Okay. Okay. Ooh, very good. We've had some uh, oh, like really good ones, like the uh, the Thanksgiving stuffing. Oh, that was a sax bet. Uh, we've done the Harvey Weinstein versus the world. That was uh, <laughs> for Deshaun Watson's first game back. I did a crazy bet for like uh, the Texans to do a bunch of crazy shit that didn't hit none of it happened uh, yeah um, most of my uh we were hot we had back-to-back weeks uh my last one that hit was uh jamal williams anytime touchdown lions money line eagles money line and anytime touchdown um aj brown that was a plus 750 that hit uh ooh. i do have a small little betting group that i'm in where uh the most legs we've had hit is a 12 legger parlay damn I didn't hit it. I didn't hit it. So, and wow. it was only like plus three twenty five. Oh wow, damn! Which is really one eight hundred gambling. One eight hundred gambler. Uh, for all our listeners, gambler, gambling, whatever it is. I, uh, oh. Al, I have a question for you. Uh, we well, can go up? a little off topic. Um, you're a Michigan fan. We're go Ohio blue, State baby. fans. Go blue. Uh, go Bucks. And uh, my thoughts is, uh, what's your thoughts on this playoff? Uh, any um, feeling around uh, two Big Ten teams in it for the first time since the conception? Um, what's your feelings around it? Just a curiosity. I'm proud of Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Really for the Michigan Wolverines and believing in Jim Harbaugh and, and for him sticking around and, and taking the pay cut and, and investing in like showing that he gave a shit about that program. Like, like I I think that the lot that the Wolverines really needed someone like Jim Harbaugh because we had been bouncing around trying Hoke, trying Rodriguez, trying all these people. And it just wasn't us. Like we found our identity and it finally, you know, it took long enough, but it finally happened and I couldn't be happier. It's kind of funny watching all my teams kind of at the same time, turn the ship with the lions with the, with the, even the red wings are starting to look a little bit better. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so that's encouraging going to answer your actual question going into this, this playoff. I feel great, man. I, I feel and I maybe it's foolish. I feel like we can beat anyone with the way we're playing. It sucks that we lost quorum for the year. I was really hoping he'd be back for the playoff, given that little 
gap, but I actually went to that Illinois game, and mm. as soon as he took that helmet to the knee, man, I was I was really worried. He, he was down for a while. I think Georgia is the best team in the country, realistically. Mm-hmm. In my head, we can beat them with what our offense is doing. Um, I, I'm more confident in our offense's ability to, to score than uh, for their offense as much. I don't know. I, I, Stetson Bennett's good, but I like our defense. Our defense is strong. I don't see Ohio State beating Georgia. I just don't see it happening. I would love to see it happen because I think Michigan's going to take care of business with TCU, and I would love to just embarrass Ohio State two times in one season because I think we're the better. I think we're maybe not talent-wise the better team, even though I think we probably are. You guys have a better quarterback, and Marvin Harrison Jr. is amazing. Those Those are great players. I don't think you guys have good coaches. You guys got outclassed, outcoached in the Michigan-Ohio State game, man. I have no faith in Ryan Day. I think Ryan Day got handed the keys to a beautiful car by Urban Meyer, and I don't think he's really done shit with it, man. He was born born on third and thought he hit a triple. Yeah, man. And I I don't mean to, like, throw dirt on you guys. Like, you guys whooped our ass for 20 years. Like, but the tides have turned a little bit, and I I just haven't seen anything coaching-wise from the Buckeyes that that makes me believe that they're going to, one, beat Georgia, but two, be able to beat us again. I I don't know. I I don't Maybe that'll change. I, I don't know, but. It's hard to beat a team twice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It is. And especially being that it's your rival. Like, yeah. I would, I would personally, I, and honestly, I would say this I would rather play Georgia in the national championship than Ohio State. But I think that we can beat either team on any, any, I, I'm more confident that we'd beat Ohio State again than we would beat Georgia. But I'm just scared of Ohio State, you know, like that two times in one season, like you just said. Yeah. That's, that's hard. We'll see. Yeah. But I, I mean, be, I think we'll it'll see. be very fun. I think Michigan does a really good job of adjusting. They're very good. They have a good, they have oh, a very yeah. good They're second very good. half team. No second half adjustments, man. That's that's yeah. what won that Ohio State game. Like we had 100%. some big plays in the first half, but you guys, yeah. to me, it looked like Ohio State did nothing in the second half to account you know, for anything we were they doing. Tight. They, tight. they played to not lose. Yeah. They didn't play to win. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think if they played Michigan again, they would play to win as opposed to not to lose. But you think we'll they see. can beat Michigan? Well, anybody can win anything. Sure. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you got to be confident yeah. in the team that you support. I think TCU yeah. can beat Michigan, and Ohio State can beat Georgia, and TCU can beat Ohio yeah. State. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Stranger things have happened. So they're all four good teams. Duggan's got that swagger about him. I really like Max Duggan. So he does. Um, and he does. I don't really. I, I think Stenson Bennett is overrated. He's twenty-five year old playing in a kids' league. So yeah, right. Know. Who did TCU beat this year though? Do they have any? Big wins that were like, oh my god! Like I know they beat Texas, but like, who the who cares? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I, they just ran the table. You know what I mean? They won. Yeah, won them all. Yeah. I think. They, they beat Kansas State. Lost, yeah, and they lost in their conference. They're yeah, good. TCU's not bad. Again, the pack that pack twelve or yeah, they're pack twelve, I believe. No, they're big. They're big no. twelve, right? I don't, I don't, Who's that? Yeah. TCU. Yeah. yeah, big twelve. Yeah, I believe. And it's like. Yeah, I don't know. They played some good teams, I guess. I, you know, I, I, you know, we don't watch West Coasters. I think as us East Coasters, like that's like when Oregon's good. It's like you don't really know how good they are because they play at fucking eleven o'clock at night for us. I don't watch. Yeah, I don't watch SEC. I watch Big Ten a yeah, lot. Yeah. That's basically all I watch. Yeah. yeah, and of course Mac. Uh, I'm a big Mac. <laughs> yeah, hell like yeah. Some action. So I'm. I'm a- Sure, I'm a huge matching guy. You guys see the the graphic came out. I put it up on my story today, but what the playoff would have looked like yeah. with the 24 teams and Toledo would have been in there this year because they won the MAC and yeah, uh, it, it looked really think? interesting. I'm I'm really excited to see that in a couple of years when it goes into in, into action. Well, it'll be twelve. It'll be twelve teams. Is it twelve teams? Okay, yeah, so they right? I guess they did yeah. twenty four for this picture. Because that's, right. that's what they do in uh, the FCS. 
the FCS is a 2014 playoff. So like North Dakota oh. State, how they've won like, you know, six of the last seven are crazy. I don't know, the juggernaut, yeah. Trey Lance, whatever. Uh, that's how they do it down there. Is they, yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's only going to keep expanding till we got a, a field of 54, you know? Yes. So. Right. right. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. here for it. For years, I heard they'd never be a playoff. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Yep. I'm here for it. Well, boys, we're we're running up against it, but I, I just want to say thanks for coming on talking football. It, it was it was a great time for our listeners. Go check yeah. out Lion and the Cub, really cool podcast. Even though you guys were talking shit about Creed last week, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I love Creed. I love me some Creed, but go check them out, especially for all the Lions fans out there. With eyes wide open or arms something wide open. <laughs> With arms wide open. Something yeah. wide yeah. open. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But uh, thanks for coming on, guys. I really do appreciate it. This was awesome. I hope we can do yeah. it again. Yeah, thank you again so much. We really appreciate it. You know, um, anytime you need any sports. Yeah, anytime your partner goes to Hawaii, by all means. Yeah, we're here hey. for you. So, sure. Man, if the Lions get in the playoffs, yeah. I might have to jump on that Discord with you that Sunday, yeah, man. definitely. Absolutely. That yeah, it would be a blast. For our listeners, where's the best place where they can find your guys' stuff, your socials, links, all that stuff? Yeah, at Lion Cub Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, uh, uh, the Lion and the Cub Podcast.com. Uh, that's where you can find everything. We're on all your standard podcasting. Um, if you go to anchor.fm and find us there, you can leave us voice messages. We're always open to getting uh, some call lines in. No one's done it in two years, but. We always like to promote it. Um, and uh, again, make sure you guys check out the Friendship News Hour. Uh, great people, good times. And uh, this was a blast. So thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Of course, guys. You can find us on uh, pretty much all social networks at the Friendship News Hour on Twitter at FriendshipNH. And if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, someone you want to see us interview, shoot us an email to bummerdude.media at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you. Uh, we'd like to end with a roar. Do you want to end oh. with a roar? You want to roar with us? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Let's do it. Roar. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Roar. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.